Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Stuff No One Told Us About Weight Loss. My name is Eloise and I'm here with Aaron. And today we're talking about how to plan your best year ever in 2022. That's right, because we're almost at that point of the year currently where everyone goes into planning mode for 2022. New Year's resolution New mode. New Year's resolutions, you know, goals for the, the new year, they all start creeping up and it's a, it's a time where everyone starts thinking about the year that is ahead. Mm. And a lot of us approach the goal setting that we do around the new year with kind of a short-term mindset, I think. And we often find ourselves by March or even sometimes earlier having lost our way a little bit with our goals and feeling uninspired. And I think a lot of that comes down to not actually being taught how to set goals properly in a way that's um, going to mean that you can achieve them and then also keep achieving different goals. So we're often taught, as you said before, with a very short-term thinking, you know, I just want to get to this goal. And once I get to that goal, everything's going to magically change. Yeah. And it's a very straight line approach in that way where it's like, okay, I'm here right now. I want to get to there. How do I get there? And we never think about, but once I get there, then what happens? Yeah. For example, like a a classic example is losing weight. We think about, okay, I want to lose weight. So how can I do that as fast as possible? And we never think about, well, once I've lost weight, how do I keep it off? That's right. And that's why so many of us end up in that cycle of gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight. And we feel like we can't get out of that cycle because we, we just don't know how to maintain our weight. And part of that does come into how you set your goals from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So if you've listened to our podcast before, you've no doubt heard that we've referenced James Clear before. Uh, he does a lot of work around habit change, you know, behavior change, that sort of thing, um, which is really, really good. And something that he says is, if you want better results, forget the goals, forget about setting goals and focus on the systems instead. Mm. So the process that you have in order to achieve the goal is much more important than the goal itself. The goal is just an arbitrary thing that you've decided you want to hit, but it's the process of getting to that goal and beyond which is more important. Mm. And it's like when we're talking about weight loss, we don't really care what number the scale shows. (laughs) What we care about is the life that we think that number will give us. And so when you're thinking about a system instead of a goal, it comes down to thinking about what do I really want? What kind of life do I want? What habits do I need to have in my everyday life in order to live the life I want and be the type of person who achieves the goal that I want for myself? Yeah. And it's it's the experiences that you learn along the way, really. It's the journey itself rather than just the destination. Exactly. You know, like, like how boring would a movie be if all they did was show you the start and then go straight to the ending and, and show you that. And tell you the result, yeah. You wouldn't want to watch it, you know. You want, yeah. You're watching it for the journey that unfolds and how the character go through his challenges and, and obstacles and how they overcome that. Yet, when we think about our own goals, we never look at it in the same way. We kind of look at it just, you know, I want to get this thing, like mm-hmm. how can I do it in the fastest way possible? And a lot of us never even consider how can I actually enjoy the process of getting towards the goal? How can I enjoy the journey? 
Mm. And they think about instead, how can I get the goal as fast as possible? Even if it's terrible and it sucks every step of the way, how could I just get there? And that's why when we then get there, we can't maintain what we did to get there. And so we go back to our old habits and we're not able to maintain the results that we got. And also though, like you only live once. So if you absolutely hate every second of getting to your goal, you're kind of missing the point of chasing a goal in the first place. Yeah. You can't achieve your goal life using methods that you don't like. Yeah. And that's what we focus a lot in a lot on in our programs is the systems themselves. Mm. We don't solely focus on hitting a specific goal. So we don't say to clients, you know, our whole focus is just to lose 10 kilos. It's what are we going to focus on that's going to eventually lead you there, but also allow you then to keep going. Exactly. And that's more important. And that's the method that we personally use ourselves too. Mm. It's the method that I've used to lose weight and it's just such a nicer experience. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Well, I guess like when you're putting your focus into the systems themselves, you're basically ensuring that you're building something that's going to allow you to keep the results once you've got it. Because if we just hit it, if we just hit success once and we don't know how to maintain it, we're gonna lose it again. Mm. So if we spend the time working on that system, once we hit that goal, then we can go, all right, like what do I optimize further to hit another goal? And we can keep moving in that direction. Yeah. So the easiest way to think about a goal is like a signpost along that journey, that road you're going down. So imagine that you're going down a particular road, which is representative of your journey. And the goals that you are setting are literally signposts along the way to tell you that you're on the right or going in the right direction. Hmm. You're heading in the right way. So one big problem most of us have when we approach goals is that we expect to work super hard and achieve the result one time and then achieving the result in itself will magically change our life. And unfortunately, that's not how it really works in reality. We don't hit 60 kilos and then magically have a great life that we love. Along the way, we have to create that life and those habits that we need to achieve the real result that we want. Mm. And so it's sort of like an example of cleaning your kitchen. Yeah. Cleaning, this, cleaning our kitchen. <laughs> and we use this example because um, we used to have one. really poor kitchen habits. You know, we'd let the dishes pile up um, and we'd do one big wash. Like it got to the point where it was like, all right, now we've got to like muster up all this motivation and put <laughs> a huge amount of effort into wash all the dishes yep. at once. And then because we'd achieved this goal, we felt like, oh, you know, now we've got a clean kitchen, we deserve a break. And we'd stop doing that for a few days and just fall back into the same habits Mm. that we already had. And lo and behold, that pile of dishes builds back up again. Exactly. And the problem is not to talk about our terrible kitchen habits, (laughs) (laughs) but we didn't have the kitchen cleaning system in place. We didn't have the habit of consistently cleaning the kitchen Mm. in small increments in order to maintain a clean kitchen. We would clean the kitchen, then it would become dirty and cluttered again. And then we'd clean it and then it would, it was like a yo-yo diet situation with our kitchen. That's right. And I'm sure many of you can relate when it comes to cleaning the house. 
if we don't have those cleaning regular cleaning habits in place it really quickly gets out of control yeah and so I mean, now we share this story because now our kitchen system is a lot better and we are proud to say we maintain a clean kitchen now uh, because of really small changes. When we use dishes, we clean them right away rather than putting them on the bench and saying, we'll do it later. Yeah, It's just, we do it right away. We don't let the kitchen get visibly dirty before we address it. We spot clean as we go and we sort of preemptively clean so that we're never faced with, wow, what a mess. This is is horrible. Now we have to put a lot of time and effort into cleaning it. It's like those small habits to maintain it every single day lead to our kitchen not being a problem at all in our life. That's right. And I think it changes your mindset and just something on that which also relates to weight loss. Like with the kitchen example that we're talking about currently, when we, were, we, when we did have pretty poor kitchen habits, we didn't have a dishwasher, which meant we just had to wash it by hand. And all the while we were wishing we had a dishwasher. We complained so much about not having a dishwasher. And actually when we were looking to move into a new place, one of the non-negotiables that we decided we had to have was a dishwasher. Yeah. <laughs> but what's funny is because we'd been in that environment where we had to wash it ourselves and, and get into those habits and start forming that, that now we're in a place where we do have a dishwasher. And I think in the almost year, and over, a little, a year. over a year that we've been here, we've used it twice. because We, we don't wash use our dishwasher at, at all. We hardly use it because we're in much better routines and habits and that's changed our mindset about it it's no longer this huge thing that we have to look for a, a you know a savior to solve this problem for us mm. it's just we're something that we just do um, instinctively and yeah. we don't have to worry about it and that's yeah. the same as weight loss like if you are on the cycle of lose weight gain weight lose weight gain weight you're always looking for that thing that's going to save you and fix the problems once mm. and for all and nine yeah. times out of ten, that doesn't exist. It's We need to change the habits and behaviors that we have that are leading to um, the problems in the first place and slightly adjust those. Mm. Tiny little daily habits will have a massive impact on whether the problem arises at all. Yeah, well, that's right. And that's exactly the same as the kitchen example. You know, like by cleaning the dishes, as soon as we use them, they don't pile up. There's no need yeah. then to do one big clean mm. in one big hit. It's just a, you're maintaining it as you go. Exactly. So if you plan to lose weight and keep it off in 2022, you're going to need to build a system that's going to help you actually enjoy the process along the way and be able to keep living the lifestyle of a person who doesn't just lose weight, but then is able to effortlessly maintain it. Yeah, and as soon as you go back to the old ways of thinking and the old habits of someone who finds it hard to lose Mm -hmm. weight, that's when you're going to find you're going to go backwards in your progress and it's going Mm -hmm. to be harder for you to then lose weight again and you're going to go onto that cycle again. It's the same example going back to the kitchen. If we suddenly stopped washing dishes as soon as we used them, we would go right back to having the same problem of there's a pile of dishes. We need to now do a massive clean. Yeah. It's the same thing. This is something that Precision Nutrition talks about a lot as well, is that idea of focusing on the processes and the systems instead of just the goals. Mm. 
So when you're thinking about setting your goals for 2022, in order to have your best year, a year where you do achieve the goals that you want and you do enjoy the process and you love what you're doing, it's really important to think about those habits that are going to be necessary to achieve that goal versus just how can I get to this goal as fast as possible and how can I change everything on January 1st and eat this completely different diet and do this intense exercise and cut out all the foods that I like and wake up at 5 a.m. every day and do all these intense things all at once. It's just never going to be sustainable. Yeah. And an easy way to think about it is what are the habits that you're going to need to implement and can you keep doing these for the next five to ten years? Yeah. You know, because if something's really tough right now and you, you can't see yourself doing that in five years' time, it's probably not worth starting to try and build now. Yeah. It'd be much easier to simplify it a little bit and start with something that seems really, really simple, really like almost stupid simple. Yeah. Those are the ones that you can keep doing day after day for years on end. And they're the ones that if you stack one on top of the other, they're going to allow you to achieve a hell of a lot. Mm. Exactly. And yeah, thinking about it in terms of what do I need at the end of the year, but then also thinking about it even further down the track in five years time, what do I need to still be doing? Mm. (laughs) And that is a good filter to put through any program or anything that you're starting is, is this maintainable beyond the honeymoon period of the first few weeks of this program? Mm. Am I going to be able to maintain these habits in a year's time? Am I going to be able to eat these foods happily without hating my life (laughs) in five years time? Is this something I want to keep doing? Because if the answer is, oh, no, I'm just going to do it for a, a few months, get the results, and then I'll be all good, then it's probably not actually going to work the way you think it is. Yeah. So how can you start going into the next year on the right foot and on the right path? Well, first of all, one of the things that you can do is write out all the habits that you eventually will want to have that are going to help you move to the direction that you want to go and Mm -hmm. along that same path. So thinking about it in terms of we're going down a path and the goals are just signposts. They're not the end destination, but they're guiding us along the way. And so thinking about like, everything that you could possibly do that's going to help you on that journey. And then here's the tricky part. You want to focus on one at a time, just one. Mm. The temptation is to try and do 10 or to do five. We think if we'll do more, then we'll get results faster. Yeah. But that's really not how it works in practice. Yeah. Because as we've said before, like it's about building those tiny little habits and stacking them on top. So easiest way to do that is start with one. And when you can prove to yourself that you can do it consistently without really having to think about it too much, then add another one on, you know, and do the same thing. And when you get really consistent, then add another one on. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's the easiest way to start to really make a big change mm-hmm. is with tiny little steps. Yeah. And when you are setting your goals for this year as well, think about not just how can I have my best January, <laughs> but how can I use 2022 and this entire year to then set me up for me to have my best life and for me to live the life that I want, which is thinking a little bit longer term, perhaps, than most people do? Yeah. 
And that's that's really all there is to it is is thinking a bit longer term and then breaking those down into tiny little steps. Mm. And if we can do that, that's going to ensure that you actually have a really good time in the process, but you actually get to your goals and keep them and then exceed those goals as well. Exactly. So guys, that's it for today's episode. We hope that you got some value out of today's episode. If you are wanting to plan some new goals for 2022, going into the new year, think about planning the processes and the habit. Think about the journey as a whole rather than just specifically the goal. And think about, well, consider how you're going to then maintain the results that you want for yourself. Yeah. So guys, thanks so much for listening and watching. We will see you next time.